I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee, a businessman who had escaped from Castro. And in the midst of his story, one of my friends turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. Hmm. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's own old age dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. In this vote harvesting time, they use terms like the great society, or as we were told a few days ago by the president, we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. But they've been a little more explicit in the past, and among themselves, and all of the things I now will quote have appeared in print. These are not Republican accusations. For example, they have voices that say, the Cold War will end through our acceptance of a not undemocratic socialism. Another voice says the profit motive has become outmoded. It must be replaced by the incentives of the welfare state. Or our traditional system of individual freedom is incapable of solving the complex problems of the 20th century. Senator Fulbright has said at Stanford University that the Constitution is outmoded. He referred to the president as our moral teacher and our leader. And he says he is hobbled in his task by the restrictions of power imposed on him by this antiquated document. He must be freed so that he can do for us what he knows is best. And Senator Clark of Pennsylvania, another articulate spokesman, defines liberalism as meeting the material needs of the masses through the full power of centralized government. Well, I for one resent it when a representative of the people refers to you and me, the free men and women of this country, as the masses. This is a term we haven't applied to ourselves in America. But beyond that, the full power of centralized government. This was the very thing the founding fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, 
it must use force and coercion to achieve its purpose. They also knew, those founding fathers, that outside of its legitimate functions, government does nothing as well or as economically as the private sector of the economy. Amen. Doesn't that ring true today? Absolutely. Holy cow, he's talking about coercion. Oh, yeah. I mean, vaccines, mass mandates. No question. Unbelievable. This was 1964. Yep. He saw it coming. The problem is we're kind of like the frog in the warm water that keep heating up. Oh, easily. And we're just letting it happen because it's happening gradually. We don't see it, so we just sit back and do nothing. And that's the problem. We need more patriots out there that are going to stand up and say, no, I've had enough. I'm not going to do this. And And hopefully with... uh, the uh, election audit last week in Arizona. Yeah. Um, I got some info on that. I think you probably do too. But So there was a drop, drop box. You remember uh, Zuckerberg was trying to get his hands in spending millions of dollars and having all these drop boxes dropped off oh, on yeah. corners and stuff. So one drop box had 19,000 ballots in it. Wow. And they surveilled only 24 people that actually went to that drop box <laughs> to drop a ballot in it. Well, so see, what in the world? That's one thing that I think that people need to know. Uh, what you heard on the news last Friday was the initial report that wasn't the report. It was just a kind of a – they leaked out some stuff that was going to be in that report from Arizona. Right. And they tried to say, no, Biden actually won it. That's not true. And look at the rest of the body. The end of their report said – in Maricopa County, this election should have never been certified. Never. There are so many things wrong mm-hmm. with it. So, yeah, I, I got a bunch of things on that, too. Uh, uh, the audit affirmed that actually that Trump won. If you, can't, uh, if you can't count, you can't just count the phony ballots. Uh, if you do, yes, then Biden won. If you don't count the phony ballots, then Biden didn't win. Correct. 57,000 illegal votes. Another 200,000 votes, they say, may have been illegal as well. 17,332 double or triple voting. It was a free-for-all. The process was not legal. The system is broken, they said. We have no election integrity. They had ballot harvesting, no signature verification, and Dominion was on the Internet. The recount means nothing. It means you just keep counting the same illegal votes. Yeah, how does how do people have an argument with that? They're- well, they don't understand the process. When they say, oh, they counted all the votes again. Yeah, but a lot of those were illegal If they votes. had the same votes in there before, which were illegal, of course they're going to count illegal votes again. But see, to the ignorant and the stupid, you keep telling them that on the radio that, hey, it's all done. Biden really did win. All those yeah. were counted again. They don't get that a lot of those things weren't. Okay, everything must be retained for 22 months, okay? That's another thing they had a problem in Arizona. Several clerks said there's no database left because they wiped it out. That's illegal. That alone deserves decertification. Uh, illegal votes, like I said, duplicates, over 17,000. And by the way, what did, what did he lose Arizona by? 10,500 and something. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Machines were connected to the Internet, like I said. The head of Dominion said they were not. He lied on television. Yep. This is illegal. Dominion followed the numbers throughout the day, and that's why they had all the adjudications. So they put all these ballots that they wanted to adjudicate in this file, and they were seeing how this thing is going. And when they realized, son of a gun, Trump's winning Arizona, then they put all the adjudicated votes in for for Biden. Yep. So uh, that's crazy. This was an intentional incursion in our voting process. In my opinion, it was a coup. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, And uh, the adjudication was done with 300,000 votes. (laughs) (laughs) No, think about that. They want to see, like I said, how many votes that Biden needed to win. 
So oh, this, of course. This election was the most insecure election ever. And then we're just talking one county. Yeah. Can imagine you have a forensic audit of all the counties. Absolutely. We should have it in Michigan. And it was even quoted in there. A guy said a 10-year-old could have hacked into our elections. And people did. The assessment was done by experts. Democrats and rhino Republicans are at fault for certification of a coup election. They lied, they cheated, and they stole an election. Mm -hmm. So this goes on and on. Many Republicans didn't want forensic audits in Arizona. Republicans, same thing as Lisa Lyons in Kent County, and I think your Ottawa County. They deserve to be not elected again. Every politician that has come against forensic audits or are quiet, like I've said before on past uh, broadcasts, must be voted out. The head of the RNC, Ronna Romney, is another one that really bothers me. She needs to go. She went against our GOP platform by encouraging the LGBT and was silent about the forensic audit. She basically said, we want a bigger tent to include the LGBT. Well, I've got news for you folks. I was in the RNC, and I got the five core principles of the Republican Party passed with all 168 votes, and one of them was marriages between a man and a woman. We didn't yep. recognize anything different than that. So here's a head of our RNC and our state, saying we're going to accept these. Right, and our state voted on it. Yes. That marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah, of course. Now, Biden's going to try to put that in a bill to negate all the states that voted that in. That just came out recently, too. Well, the Supreme Court already came down, so legally we can't have that as our staple, even though the state, it should be a state's right, and we voted that way. It should be, in our state, marriage between a man and a woman. Show me in the Constitution where it says... Anything about this that the federal government has the right to dictate this. It's not there. Anything that's not given to the federal government is automatically the state's rights. Show me in the, the Constitution where it says that the Supreme Court can make a law. No, they can't. <laughs> they can make suggestions. I call it suggestions based on well, law. And another thing is we talked about this a couple of months ago or a month ago. Uh, presidents and Congress in the past have told the Supreme Court to stick it a few times you have no power to enforce what you do. It's probably the weakest branch because they can't enforce their opinions, and it's an opinion. Right. So they don't have to abide by it, but mm-hmm. if they choose to, then they'll have the force of the federal government. So counting ballots more than once, folks, is against the law. Yep. Election workers double, triple counted. That's a felony. They say they didn't know. They knew they deserved jail time. Deletion of data is against federal and state law. There was camera footage of voters deleting data from an election official by an election official in Maricopa County. Maricopa County officials have much to worry about. They all have culpability. They knew it was happening and looked the other way. Now that info is coming out, these officials need jail time. Folks, the Constitution matters. A Chinese coup via Democrats stole an election. Biden didn't win. If we don't object to this coup, we will lose our rights. The Second Amendment, freedom of speech, uh, keeping your income, communism, and so forth. So the scan machines need a different type of paper. I didn't know that. They discovered in Arizona there's vote-secure paper that these Dominion machines should have had. That's to make sure that the machine reads it properly. You can use a Sharpie on vote-secure paper, but not on regular paper. Well, guess what? They didn't ask for vote-secured paper, so it bleeds through. So uh, in 2020, Arizona used paper that can, can't take a Sharpie. However, that paper was never supplied, hence bleed-through, hence adjudication. Normal adjudication is about 1% to 1.5%. Maricopa was 12%, and some districts were 67% adjudicated. Think of that, folks. It's a large number. Oh, God. Did you see, uh, I read that Germany is now doing 
they have no electronic voting, yes. and they have a voter ID, and it's all done the same day. Yep, it can easily so be done. So it's all paper ballot, and, and see, so we need to go back to that. Yep, and when they said, you know, well, all these uh, these uh, ballots that came in by mail, you know, we're still counting. No, no, no. Those are all counted already before the day or the morning of the election. Those are counted already. So they're lying when they say, oh, we got to count all these. Mm-hmm. So they were basically counting illegal votes. Dominion machines can also tell if a battle is on secure paper. And there's a little thing that says this is not a secure paper. However, guess what happened? They found out there's a little reset setting on Dominion machines. So, so no check for secure paper. Now, isn't really? That, yes. Isn't that nice? So the paper is the wrong paper. So it bleeds through so we can adjudicate so we can give Biden the election. It's a coup. The guy's an idiot. Look in his eyes. The lights are on, but nobody's home. So I've got a little bit more numbers here. Just over 23,000 ballots cast no longer lived at that address. Yeah. Yep. You have over 10,000 potential voter voted in multiple counties. Okay, that's 34,000. He... You got nine, just over 9,000, one ballot sent, but then two ballots they received. Yep. You have just over 3,000 do not match who voted. Mm-hmm. 2,500 more duplicates than the originals. Yep. 2,300 from whom moved out of the county. Yep. And then just over 2,000 that moved out of the state. Apparently, there's like a 29-day grace period they give. Yep. And that was passed. So what's all that? Add up I to? mean, that's thirty. That's over fifty thousand. And he lost by ten thousand. Yeah, they say that was convenient, wasn't it? Yep. But so long story denier, short, deniers will be deniers. And yep. Long story short, folks, Arizona was won by Trump, and it was lost because we had an invalid election because of Dominion machines and crooked Democrat officials. So let me ask you the million dollar question. Does this get fixed before 2024? Oh, boy. You know, with all the Republicans and, you know, my stint at the RNC and at the Capitol tells me because our state representatives are not stepping up to the plate, uh, I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure. Everybody should be calling their state reps and senators. And we're sitting in Ottawa County right now. You need to be calling, uh, uh, what's his name, Victory and... Mm. uh, Brad Slaw, yep. Luke Meerman. All those guys you need to call and say, first of all, you got to get your head out of your butts. and You need to start speaking out. You didn't speak out under Whitmer's edicts. Now you're not speaking out when we have a coup. What good are you if you're not protecting us from this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Don't vote for those people again if they were quiet and they don't demand a forensic audit. Don't, don't vote for them, folks. Just yep. remember, they're the ones that kept their mouth shut. They're part of the coup. When you see evil, the Bible says, and you turn your face and do nothing, you're guilty. Yep. They're guilty. So speaking about Ottawa County, so now we have the new Michigan budget, yep. $70 billion. So in there, we have they're not allowed to push the mask and the vaccine passport as part of that budget. But then Whitmer says, well, we, she thinks it's unconstitutional. What's, not, what's cons- unconstitutional? The way it's worded. So she's going to let the local officials still push that if they desire to. But Ottawa County says they're not going to reverse their decision, even though... What's their decision? To have masks in the schools be, you know, from kindergarten to, well, to I sixth think grade. Probably what Ottawa County ought to realize is that how many microns does a mask oh, filter? They have all the data. The virus is 100 times smaller. It's, that mask is just to make you look mm-hmm. like a Muslim and say you're a complier. Yep. I'm not a complier. I don't wear a mask. Nope. I do it when I go to the hospital because some, I need some stuff done. Okay, I'll wear it for a short time, but I usually pull it below my nose. Sure. And by the way, I was in there getting a physical, and they did that little oxygen thing in my finger. 
And when I had the mask on, I was at 95%. That's low. Sure. And Should be 100, 99, 99 98. So yep. it's, it's decreasing. So all your so, kids are in school with oxygen deprivation. Think right. of that. Ionia County, Elegant County, Berrien County, and Dickinson County all have reversed their decision. Outstanding. But Ottawa County, one of the most conservative, conservative and they're holding on to this edict. Now, why is that? Follow the Benjamins. Uh, probably follow the Benjamins. <laughs> because I think you... it's all tied to um, in their budget. So you well, realize that there is 175 pet projects in this budget. The big budget that's coming up with Biden, you mean? No, in oh, our budget. In our budget, the $70 billion. $70 billion yeah. for a total of $147 million. Yeah. So explain to me how she wants to be controlling abortions is one of her big sticks. So she's got, it's an anti-choice political mm-hmm. agenda that the Republicans put in there. So she de- she vetoed line item mm-hmm. $10 million to promote adoption as internal source to abortion, $3 million for new maternal navigator pilot program, and $1.5 million for pregnancy resource centers. Sure. So what does that tell you about her? She's an evil woman. She's evil. There's a song when I grew up, <laughs> Evil Woman is the name of it. She's an evil woman. I served with her when I, my first term. Term when I was oh, in the, the Senate? In, in the House. When she was, she in, the was in the Senate. Oh, she, she was, was in the, in the house? house? Okay. Yeah. And uh, she's a witch. I don't know how to say that nice. And if you talk to people that know her from high school, they'll tell you she was a loose woman. And uh, she gets what she wants. And she's a lawyer. So she plays this game. And she can basically tell a lie that sounds like the truth. And sure. She does it. Every time she's on TV, I'm screaming at the TV. So it's when I'm looking slick. at these pet projects, um, trying to get an understanding. So there's... Two point two billion for universities and community that, colleges. That How, should never be in there. They're already outrageously priced. You're, you're spending a hundred thousand dollars after four year programs. You go to Michigan, Michigan State, or whatever it is. You got why are they getting money from the state? We already give too much money to the state. That's because the teachers and the students will vote for Democrats if that junk is in there. They have large amounts of foundations with those colleges. They don't need our federal dollars or, or state dollars. That's a big mistake. That's simply to get votes. That's all that's for. And by the way, what do we get for our education, especially K through 12? We're one of the highest, uh, pay the most per student. Right. We get per the people, worst yep. education. Yep. We're like right on the near the mm-hmm. bottom. They should not do that. And now if this was a business and you're running a, a business like this and you're not doing a good job, they defund them or you get fired. I think a lot of teachers ought to be fired, especially the ones that are pushing, you know, all this stuff about Marxism and uh, Islam is good and socialism is good and the Constitution is bad and we're all white racists. Give me a break. I was not a racist. I could say that. But this almost makes me one because when they tell me I'm a racist because I'm white, simply because I'm white, right? not knowing that I built churches in Grenada and I, for black people. I've sure. worked in the inner city. I, right. was, I was president of the Sabaoth House Ministries in the inner city working with black kids. Mm-hmm. But I'm a racist because I'm white. Folks, get over it. The Democrats are using that to divide. Sure. That's all Biden's doing with this garbage is dividing. And that's why we need CRT out and then the SEL program, too, which is a CRT derivative. You need to look that up because that's just as bad as that. Yep. So we have $25 for Michigan Reconnect, which is free community college for anybody 25 years or older. Show me where that's in the Constitution, state or federal. $35 to essential workers to... What's essential? Who's essential? This is... that's. That's the part I don't understand. So 
your definition can, of essential. <laughs> I was pretty essential when I was flying the jets for American Airlines. I, if, I, if I croaked a lot of people in the back, we're but if die. I'm building somebody's <laughs> house, I'm in construction. Is that not essential to have a place to live? Yeah, it depends on who's going to define what essential is. And by the way, the last time we had a government shutdown because they we wouldn't vote for you know the budget, sure, in the state, uh, they said all non-essential services were were stopped. And my answer to that was really. Great. We just identified everything that's not essential. Let's get rid of it. Sure. It's like, why don't we cut this budget? That went over like a wet log when right. I brought that up to the Democrats. And now we've got uh, our tax, um, gas taxes going up January 1st. What's it going up to now? How much? How many I, I just had seen it and I didn't write it down. I forget what it was, but we're, it, we're paying more. You don't. What? need to do that. She we already need... got 40 some cents the last time she's getting per gallon. This we need an audit. Nuts. We need an audit of where that gas tax and that money well, is going. I'll guarantee you it ain't going to where she says it's going. She's slipped some of that money we already knew in other areas, but she's going to fix the damn roads, but the damn roads ain't fixed. And everything that's being fixed right now, if you think that's coming from that bill that was passed, right. it doesn't. This has all been planned three, four years in advance. This is the old dollars. So this this woman is just... Is there a lot of union money into oh, bridges and roads and all that stuff? Is there Absolutely. So they're going to people's pockets and not actually fixing the problem. Yeah. Which Democrats, we know that been doing that for a long time. But, Democrats get more money but than But this is my problem with Republicans, right? Yeah. So we have a $70 billion budget, and we got crap in here, 175 pet projects. And they voted for it. And they vote for it. Absolutely. You don't want Where, to vote for those guys. Who voted for it? The, Did Meerman vote for it? I'm Did pretty Victory sure they for voted it? for it because guess what? They'll put that one line or two lines in there saying, hey, no masks and no vaccine, and then, oh, we did a good job, it tells but me, the rest of the bill is crap. But it tells me that they did not do their due diligence and have them or their staff go through this bill and find out what it was funding. They should have never funded that. They should have stood on the floor and exposed every one of the items you just brought up and said, uh, we're not voting for this because this is pure garbage to buy votes. That's all it is. And when the, the, the class of people discover that they can elect somebody to get them money out of the public treasury, when that number goes over 50% and we're close, we've lost this country. So how do you justify a $2.2 billion for universities and community colleges when the money is already outrageous? Well, I don't think you can. How, how did, where does votes. that money go, though? Well, that's a good question. Is it going to go to reduce their, their, uh, you know, their tuition? I don't know. I doubt it. I don't know where it's going. All I know is those colleges got huge endowment funds. Huge. We don't need to be giving them any money. And by the way, it's not a right. To have a college education. Show me that no, in the Constitution. it is not. I had to pay for my college education. <laughs> I paid for mine. And I'm sitting here thinking, these little wimps now think, oh, i got to get a free college. i got to get free this. i got to get free yep. that. I want, I want food. I want housing. That's communism, folks. Yep. And it always brings a country to their knees. And that, that's what burns me with Republicans these days. Well, All these budgets. And now in Congress, oh, we're fighting this other budget. And yeah. shutdowns coming October 18th. And I'm like, hey, shut it down. Exactly. Okay. I don't I don't care if you go into a park and don't have a service guy there to take your money. But this is another point. So our congressman. Who's your congressman out here in Ottawa County? Bill Heisinger. Is he going to vote for this crap? I don't think so. I don't. I, 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 Bill's voted for a lot of garbage in his past. He has voted a lot and of garbage. And his voting record is not good. I no. never liked his voting record at all. In fact, they wanted me to run against them, but I, I thought, ah, too old, got to spend time with the kids. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Biden spent already $1.9 trillion on welfare uh, masked by helping COVID. So 
you know, it was really, they slid so it this into was welfare. a COVID. Yeah, this was a COVID, COVID budget, budget, but line a lot item. of it went to welfare. Sure. Uh, Biden wants another three to five trillion for all manner of welfare, many boondoggle expenditures on education, just like the state has done. So, and uh, you look at these budgets, and the most ludicrous thing I have heard, now I got an MBA, and I got a bachelor's degree in economics, and this idiot, Biden, says, yeah, we're going to spend this, but it's not going to cost you anything. Folks, that's a blatant <laughs> lie. If he, this man... It, I'm the, telling you, man, this guy is like, but this has got a little tree out in the backyard. He's like pulling dollar bills. Yeah, but here's the real tree. <laughs> It's the tree of the, the electorate out there believing this idiot. Oh, that's true, too. They're idiots for th- believing this is not going to hit them in their pocketbook. And now let's think about another thing. They say, oh, prices are going up. No, that's not really true. What's really true is value of the dollar is going, going down, down, which means the prices go up. And yes. why, are the, why is the value of our dollar going down? Because the idiot put trillions of dollars in this economy and told people don't work. We'll pay you not to work. Print, print, print. Exactly. So you got all these dollars chasing a shortage of goods and services. Now we've got many tankers and many boats sitting out of L.A. Oh, that they can't put in because they don't have the labor, the labor to do it. So I think I said last week or whatever, the, the friend of my son's, he imports, was used to be 3200 bucks, and it was $5,000 to import one of those oh, yeah. sem, those yep. semi-truck-looking arrangements they put on boats. Now it's like twenty to $30,000 per container. Folks, all your prices are going up, your gas, your food, everything, and it's because of stupid economic policies by ignorant people. So or do you, are but, they ignorant? Wait a minute. Are they ignorant? Or are they really pushing this to ruin this country? I, well, yeah, I think they're doing that. But and When I see this happening, and then I see him pull out of Afghanistan and leave all the money and all the vehicles there, uh, and then I see him welcoming a million so far or more of illegals coming across our border. Yep. By the way, who's pushing those people? The drug cartel is getting them across, getting paid to do that. Then they're getting their drug people across. They're making the money. They're starting to run this. Biden's not only an idiot, he's dangerous to our security. Right. He needs oh, for to sure. go. And that's why this uh, Dominion machine audit, forensic audit, must be done. I think that's the only way we're going to get rid of Biden. Yeah, so unless we got legislatures that step up, well, I don't think it's going to happen. No. But with that sixteen or 15,000 illegals that were at the border, they're gone. Where'd they go? Uh, well, he said he was flying out 12,000. Guess what? He didn't that was fly a out lie. Jack. That was a lie. That's Biden's lie. <laughs> one thing lie. we know that what he does continually is actually lie. Absolutely. That that we do know it's true. But you know what did he say? Somebody asked him something on TV, and he says he didn't recall. Oh, that was oh, the, don't recall. That was the uh, oh uh, Millie saying yeah. that. Oh, he we says, need to you? leave twenty five hundred troops yep. in Afghanistan. And the, and the other general said the same thing. Right. And they said, didn't they tell you to do that? No, that was never mentioned, as I recall. That's a nice out for. I think he ass. actually told the truth, though, because he probably didn't know what he did that day anyway. <laughs> but that is such a huge issue. That's national security. You can't not recall something yes. that, of that importance. Yep. That man's lying again. But going back to the illegals that were in Texas, there's another train coming. Oh, sure. So they're putting those in so that all of the welfare that you're talking about, uh, all this money, this COVID thing. Oh, we're just going to keep handing money out, money out, money Democrats out. Democrats want to give illegals driver's license, health care, education, welfare, the right to vote. What better thing to happen to the United States for China than to get all these illegals in here voting these communist pigs in here called Democrats? Did you know they were told to get rid of their 
IDs when they got oh, yeah. so they can prove that if they were really seeking asylum or not. Yeah. Because from what I heard, uh, I think it was on Glenn Beck, they had somebody that was at the border interviewing these people. They were coming from pe- homes. They had homes. They had jobs. They had sure. They had everything. Yeah. Well, the, again, just remember the uh, drug cartel is running a lot of this stuff. So Biden said, uh, th- we already hit that, thousands were sent back, he lied. Biden accused Trump of collusion with Russia. That was a lie. Biden and son colluded with China for money. That was the truth. And now our Afghanistan pullout, China already has an airport, the Bagram Airport, uh, spent, that we spent billions on. They're there now enjoying that nice long runway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden says rich must pay their fair share of taxes. But wait, Biden owns five, owes $500,000 in back taxes. Go figure. Go figure. Uh, Biden aided and abetted our enemies in Afghanistan by leaving billions. We talked about that already of cash and uh, hardware. I think that's one of the line items that you need to be when you go to Congress is, do you have any back taxes that you owe? Yeah. Check mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, guy. And then when you think about it, you left all the Americans in Afghanistan. And, then and they still got some over there. That uh, Oh, what's that? Secretary of State, that black guy that was on TV. Oh, guy. I just listened to him and I screamed at the TV. I said, you lying sack of, you know what? You're telling us all in very nice words that uh, what we know isn't true, but we know what's true. He left them there. It was bad management. Those those generals need to be fired. And I, actually, Biden needs to be fired. And now Biden trusts our enemy, the Taliban, to abide by their promises. Hence, he wants to give, subsidize Afghanistan with our tax dollars. That's Did you treason. see that um, treason, video? Not the video, but the pictures of the hangings they did in the street. Yeah. There was four they people did. they hung yeah, they in, the, in the street. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they're going where, house. where are where are the Democrats? Oh, it's inhumane. It's yeah. this, this, it's women's rights. It's um, hypocrisy. We're going to love the Muslims, but we're going to downgrade yeah. an American citizen because he's against LGBT or whatever. Well, according to the Biden administration, the biggest threat to America are the Christian conservatives. We're oh, sure. We're the radicals. And uh, that's probably because of that individual, that that pastor that came. Oh, out, Pastor Locke. Yeah, that said, you know, you can't be a Christian and be a Democrat because there's there's so many things that are the antithesis of what Scripture says. Sure. So anyway, uh, Biden expenditures uh, and free money not to work has put hardships on businesses that need workers, forcing them to pay higher wages, which raises prices. Biden's expenditures has caused huge inflation, eating up any pay increases you got under Trump. And, of course, he raised the gas taxes by shutting down a pipeline, but encouraged Russia to build theirs. I thought that was interesting. Do you think that we're truly in a labor shortage? No. Or what do you think the actual issue is? The real issue is he paid a lot of people to stay home. So they stayed home. Then they collected unemployment. So Ottawa County just released today that our unemployment is 3.4%. B.S. And Prior to shutdown in March of 2020, it was 2.4%. Well, I'm saying there's probably a lot of people in Ottawa County that didn't want to work and stayed home and got paid to not work. That's what I'm saying. So that's a big difference. So we're only less than just over a point percentage point back from where we were prior to shutdown. If you believe the numbers. But there's signs everywhere. Liars figure and figures lie. Biden preserved DACA. Did you know that? Yep. So that the illegals can stay here. Yep. I wanted a bill, like if 
Bill Heisinger had any a set between his legs. He would put a bill in that says, if you're caught here illegally, you can never become a U.S. citizen. Now you got something, folks. And by all means, if you're here illegally, you don't get free health care, education, welfare, and human services. You just don't give them that free. You can't go in any other country. You go to Mexico. Yeah, go to Mexico. They'll you stick can't. you right in jail. Absolutely. Oh, boy. So anyway, he's asking for more and greater welfare payments to the illegals. The guy's an idiot. I shouldn't say that so blatantly, but he's not an idiot. He has a direction he's going, and I think it's probably Obama behind him giving him that direction. Well, you heard Pelosi say it's not it's not Obama. It's Obama that's pulling the strings, not Biden. Yeah, that was a <laughs> slip she of the had tongue. To, she had to correct herself. I'm like, well, for once in your she life, you actually the told the truth. <laughs> But yeah, oh man, oh man, it's it's time. What was it? One of the patriots in the past said it was either a president. I can't remember who it was. He said uh, to maintain our freedom, the blood of patriots at times has to be shed. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. What he's basically saying, you got to stand up and fight sooner or later. And there's a lot of people that are close to that. But most people follow. They're not willing to stand up. And there lies the problem. That's a good uh, lead way. I got another clip from... uh... Reagan. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Amen. Should Christ have refused the cross? Mm. Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard round the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. This, this is the meaning in the phrase of Barry Goldwater, peace through strength. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. And he said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty, own destiny. Thank you very much. The guy was good. It gives me chills every time I hear that. He hit it on the head. Peace was fought for and won with guns and weapons. We may have to do that again before it's over. Another thing he said, it's not on that one. If we eliminate one nation under God, we'll be a nation gone under. And that's exactly what the Democrats are doing in every turn. Trying to take God out of everything. Central government control is nothing but communism and Marxism. Government that tries to eliminate our Constitution, which I think Biden is trying to do through his edicts. By the way, he's done more of those executive orders than any other, all the other presidents combined. combined. Uh, he's basically taken over making law by, by fiat. Sure. So the guy's dangerous, plain dangerous. Or Obama's dangerous, or both, because they're probably he's probably the one pulling the strings. So with, our, with this new budget, do you think Manchin's going to cave in? Or do you think he's going to get some pull and... No, I think he's, if he caves in, he's really going to take garbage back in his home state because uh, he came out on the news and said this is just economic suicide. That's what he and said. he's right. He's exactly correct. One of the few. And for a Democrat, that's pretty well, amazing he, to hear. He, he realizes that's true. 
And uh, if people out there right now, they're all thinking, uh, a lot of our electorates thinking, oh, man, if he does this, I'm going to get this free. I'm going to get that free. I'm gonna... That's exactly what causes a nation to fold. You can't afford that. Our money will go down the tubes, and you'll have the Chinese yen or whatever it is right. be the, the next uh, major currency. Do so, you um, – so it could, I don't know if you could put it in layman's terms, but – so when they talk filibuster – yeah. What does that actually mean for yeah, they just like get a, a, a talk, vote? Talk for long, long periods of time and and try to delay the vote and try to convince others to vote against it. Because uh, they need fifty votes to pass this. Yeah, and he's the last one standing. So a filibuster is basically just wasting time. In a way, in a sense, they did the same thing when I was at, in the House. Uh, the Democrat Speaker of the House, Andy Dillon, was his name. Couldn't get his budget passed because it was full of garbage. And uh, that light for that particular bill. And by the way, they put it in what they call an omnibus budget. Oh, what yeah. that means is if there's like 27 different departments, you know, that you have to fund, well, they don't let you vote individually on those departments. They put it all into one budget, so it's all or nothing. So uh, when his budget wasn't getting passed, that light went up for that. I can't forget what the bill number was for that budget. It stayed lit for, I think it was 36 hours. And then they did a call of the house, which means they put they put the cops at the doors. You can't leave. There's three toilets in the back. And then you call for some food and you bring it in there. And you're sweaty and you're tired because you've been up all night. And you're voting on other bills besides. So you're up there literally for 36 hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Holy what they cow. did, they had one older gentleman who was a Democrat. He ended up getting sick and he died shortly thereafter because he was just so pooped and tired. Uh, the whole thing, Lansing is dysfunctional. That's why you need a part-time legislature. I think our federal government's dysfunctional. They, those people that are in, in Congress do not understand the budget because it's so big, no one person can understand it all. But you have to vote on each budget independently, and then that should be a period of time between those votes. So you got a chance to look at the next thing you're going to vote on and say, hey, I want to put an amendment on here and an amendment on there. That doesn't get done. It's all or nothing. And again, in Lansing, the people that work on the budget, it's only about 25% of your your uh, elected officials, the 75% don't know the budget. So they just do what they're told to do by the 25% that are working on the budget. So it's just, will you ever get back to just one single, okay, we want a budget and it's a budget. Yeah. No pet projects, no nothing. Well, see what I'd like to see if I were there now, I'd put a bill in that says, okay, if we get to the point where a budget is not passed at a certain date, when the date has to be done, it automatically reverts to the year before. Hello. That means it doesn't go up. I like that. Or another one I'd like to see, and you have to have Republican control to do it, tell every department head, you will cut 1% to 2% out of your budget for the next two years. You'll be surprised how many billions of dollars that will save in a short time. Oh, easy. Because it went up, what, $6 billion or $7 billion this time? Mm-hmm. So if you are taking 1% or 2% away, that makes that's big bucks in the long run. It's out of control. The whole thing is out of control, and it's out of control because you have incompetent people in leadership positions that were elected by the electorate who don't know what these people really are and what they vote for or how they vote. How would you, let's say I would, let's say I ran for governor and I'm going to, and I'm going to say every department needs to be audited. Well, what do you think would who's happen? Who's doing the audit? They can fudge them audits just like anything else. The only way you can control government is control spending. You but that's what I'm saying, because as a, as a citizen, I'm like, well, where's all this money going? We just hear numbers. Yeah, but... It, it's, and then stuff isn't getting done, so where's it really going? I don't like... You can audit, but audits can be fudged. Okay. I've seen it. 
you need to just stop the spending. You just got to say, no, you're not going to get that increase. You figure it out. You're the department head and I'll figure it out. If I were governor, I would literally, the first day I'm in there, I'd call my department heads into my office and said, every one of you is going to cut 1% to 2% out of your budget. If you're unwilling to, you're fired. I'll hire somebody that will. If you can't, uh, you're fired. And if I find that you're cutting the real important stuff while funding the garbage stuff, you're fired. Now, you got any questions, folks? Come back in two weeks and tell me where you're going to cut this money. That's what I would do. But there's nobody in there going line item by line item uh, in the budget saying, oh, this act, this program actually works, so we're going to keep this or increase it well, or co- get rid of technically, it. Technically, like I chaired transportation at the time, and I made sure you didn't get a, pay, a tax increase on your fuel. And Snyder wanted that. I refused to do it. And the Senate, what the Senate has their plan and the House has their plan. Correct. And then you get together and you try to iron out. Well, guess what? The Senate, they got... There's not as many of them, and quite frankly, they didn't know the budget like I did. They took my budget, transportation budget, and passed it as I wrote it. Not nice. them. Not them. And that did not include a tax increase. So as soon as I left, and that guy uh, Verhulen took over for me, he used to be a mayor of, I think, a walker out there or something. I got a phone call saying, who's this idiot that took your place on that? The first thing he wants to do is raise gas taxes. I said, yep, that's typical. That's called a rhino. <laughs> because the Senate— has to agree with what the House yeah. approved, right, for it to actually become law. Yeah. So basically, went in, went in there, and they liked mine, and it didn't include a pay increase or you know a gas tax increase, and that's what was passed. And Snyder was mad at me because you didn't get this gas. Tax I know increase. you made a lot of friends over there, Dave. I tell you what, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I made a lot more friends in my district. I bet you did because they knew how I was going to vote, and I didn't get 100 percent conservative for no yep. reason. But I did I, did it by simplifying. The mark of a genius is to make a difficult job simple, not a simple job difficult. Most well, but if, like you said, you come from a background in economics. It's easy for you when it's numbers. Yeah. But you got to explain it to idiots. But even even then, I had this conversation this week. You see this T-shirt I got on? Oh, yeah. I, I endorse Rochelle Smith for, okay. for a house position. She's real good. But uh, even in those bills, sometimes there's hidden fees. And some of these bills are really... 100 pages long. And, you know, if you're going to be voting on 30 bills that hit the floor, sometimes I just voted no because I didn't have a chance to read it. Right. But a lot of times there are hidden fees. So I always said I'm not going to vote for increased taxes, fines, or fees. So, for example, there was one bill that had a $75 increase in carpenter's fee, you know, for their license. I said, I vote for that. I can find that money in a budget this size without increasing that fee. But they said, no, they want it. I said, who wants it? To the carpenters. I said, yeah, they may want it, but I don't want it because I have to pay for it. I don't want to pay for that because it's right. not needed. So it's just another way to get government bigger and bigger. In, in every well, thing. yeah, I, as a contractor, when I was on my own, I had to have a personal license. Yeah. And then my business also had a license. So yeah. I'm paying $300 twice. Lic- license, fines, and fees. That's how it's they control unbelievable. you. Yep. Money, money, money. It's all about money. Well, that's it for this episode of the Patriots Voice of Michigan. Next week, I actually got uh, Michael Brown for running for governor. We'll be interviewing him. Michael Brown. Yeah, he was uh, endorsed by Ted Nugent. I don't oh. know if you heard that uh-uh. last week. So nope. that came through. So Tom Norton uh, is, got endorsed by uh, uh, Donald Trump. Trump. Yep, heard that. And uh, yeah, who else? A couple other guys got it. I can't remember. Uh, Steve oh. Cara. Uh, yep, he's running against Upton. And uh, the lawyer guy. Oh, uh, Paterno, Matt yeah, Paterno. Matt Paterno. Yep. He got it as well. So yeah. no, I the, think a lot of thing, good things are happening. So 
Well, I can't say I endorsed. Uh, I didn't endorse that guy, Brown. I That's all right. Somebody else, but everybody's got their own opinion, right, Dave? That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah, I know. A lot of people are wrong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you. Okay. I'm see good. you next week. Bye. You are listening to the Patriots Voice of Michigan. God bless.